I help people feel body confident through boosting their self-belief. I believe that your mind is the most powerful thing you own and is the key to you reaching your body goals. Subscribe now to see fitness and nutrition in a new light. Hey guys, welcome to a new episode of my podcast. Today I'm going to talk about belief and truth and the difference between the two and how that relates to our past, present and future self. So amongst the research that I like to do and the reading I do to keep up to date with stuff, I came across a really good short read um, by Annie Duke, which is on fastcompany.com website. And the article talks about, is titled, Why Your Brain Clings to False Beliefs, Even When It Knows Better. And that last bit's in brackets. Underneath that subheading, we evolved to be not just gullible, but stubborn. So that caught my eye straight away. I really like the title. Um, And there's a cool picture there as well. So Annie Duke is um, an author, speaker and decision strategist. So she's an experienced corporate speaker and consultant on the behaviour of decision making. So lots to do with the brain and how that works and thoughts. So she starts the article with this really good kind of thought provoking paragraph. How do you calculate a dog's age in human years? Most people think you just multiply by seven, but they're wrong. It's just a made up number that's been circulating since the 13th century. Where do we get beliefs like this? And how do they persist for so long? She's put here the short answer, blame your brain. And then she goes into the long answer, which obviously explains what she's going on about. So we form beliefs in a haphazard way. We believe all sorts of things, um, but we don't necessarily research them. So, for example, these next three points, this is how uh, Annie Jukes put these out, is this is how we think we form beliefs. So we think that we hear something, we then think about it and we vet it, we determine whether it's true or false. And only after that, we form our belief. That's what we think we do. That's what she's saying. So... We think that we don't jump to conclusions. It turns out, however, that from her studies and things, that we actually form beliefs in a different way. So we hear something, we then believe it to be true. So we jump straight in with a belief. After that, only sometimes, if we have the inclination and the time, we think about it, we vet it, and then the final thing we do is determine whether it is actually true or false. When I read that for the first time, that really got me thinking because it's so true and I can only speak from my own experience of what I've done. And I'm sure if you're listening to this and 
you may be able to relate that you may know people that do that as well who just believe what's out there and being being said to them rather than actually going okay I've heard that I'm going to go and actually do some research and find out whether that is actually a true thing or that is somebody's belief and it's important at this point I think to define what a belief is and what a truth is so a belief is somebody's experience and attitude it's not always based on facts Um, it may or may not correspond with reality the truth is factual it's a fact there is evidence it's a reality it's been proven and there is a correspondence with reality so those two different those two points um, and their characteristics, if you will, are very different. So summarized, a belief is an attitude or an experience of somebody. A truth is a fact and reality. So obviously based on what I talk about and what I live by and what I promote. I'm talking here about false beliefs. So, for example, if somebody was to say to you in the past, I'm not good enough, or even now, you're not good at your job, or you'll never be good at exercise, is that true? Is that a truth? Is that factual? Do you have evidence of that? Or Is that somebody's belief? Is that their attitude towards you or their attitude towards themselves even and they're projecting onto you? Is it their experience and something that's happened to them and again, they are putting their feelings and insecurities onto you? Almost like a form of how bullies do. So they're insecure, choose somebody to pick on, project all their pain onto somebody else. So they don't have to deal with their own insecurities and problems. Now, let's say at six years old, somebody tells you, oh, you're not very good at tying your shoelace, are you? Not very good at that. You should be able to do that by your age. At that age, you can't really process what that adult or that person has said to you. So at the time, you don't think much about it. You go through life. And maybe it's said to you again, same person, somebody else or something similar. You're not very good at that. You're not very good at this. Over time, you start telling yourself that that is true because it's been repeated so many times to you. And if a belief is repeated often, it creates a pathway, it carves its way to your brain and becomes part of you, you then almost morph into this false belief. So another example, say if you were bullied in primary, secondary school, and one of the things that you were called was fat. You're fat, you're a pig, um, all horrible things related to being 
overweight, greedy, those sorts of things. If those bullies say it to you enough, which they will have done, um, you then start to believe what's being said. You then start telling yourself that you're fat. You then start, because you believe it's true, well, then I must be. If they keep saying it and they, they find time every single day to tell me that I'm fat, then I must be. And over the course of however many years of not, not knowing that that's a cause of your anxiety or depression or stress or, or your yo-yo dieting cycle that you're stuck in, it's having such detrimental effects in your adult life because, as I've said, it's carved its way to your brain and you have morphed into what you've believed. So perhaps you did put on weight. Perhaps you think you are now fat because what the bullies told you was true. You've told yourself for many, many years after, well, it must be true, so I am. And you've morphed into that belief. Well, if I am, then I will eat like a pig. Because if I was told I was a pig, then I will binge eat. And I won't exercise. And it's okay, because that's what they've said is true. And if I'm going to be miserable for the rest of my life about it, well, does it matter? Because what they said is true. Where are the facts? Where's the evidence for you to be able to show yourself or to show me that what those bullies said to you at a young age or what somebody has said to you is completely 100% true. Can you honestly show me that? And if not, it's because it's a belief. It's somebody else's perspective. You are not what other people think when it comes to these false beliefs. So how can you make it better? How can you make yourself redefine these false beliefs? First of all, you need to work out what that false belief may be. So I've been called ugly. I've been called, you know, that I've got bad teeth when I was younger. That was part of my bullying. Um, I've been called selfish. Um, Do I believe them? No. Did I? Yes. And I had to work through it to get to the point of, I don't believe it because I understand it's somebody else's perspective. And they're judging me based on how I look at a certain time or how I've behaved in a certain situation in my life. They can't judge me anyway, let alone on one tiny little chapter or one tiny little scenario or segment of my life. That's just silly. So you've identified your false belief. You need to accept it. So you need to accept that that's what is potentially stopping you from moving forward in your life and from achieving living the life that you want to. Once you've done that, one of the most important things is to know that just because you feel something 
that doesn't mean that it's a fact. So just because you feel that you are a failure or that you are rubbish at exercise, that doesn't mean it's true. Likewise of somebody else's beliefs and attitudes and experiences, your own belief or false belief, that is your own attitude, experience towards yourself. There is no fact that you are a failure. There is no reality or evidence that you can't achieve. Saying out loud what you want to achieve, what you want to be like, what you want to do is sometimes called kind of like, you know, namby-pamby, hippie stuff. But I do it and it works for me. I don't stand in front of the mirror every single day and go, you're going to get yourself a van. You're going to really smash your business. You are amazing. Who's cool? Like, I don't do that in front of the mirror. That's, I, I will say it to myself in my head when I get out of bed. Or maybe when I'm sat on the loop, I might just say to myself, you're doing all right. You're having a good, a good week. You're getting through. Happy days. You don't have to make a big old song and dance about it unless you want to. But let me put it in this sense for you. If you think about saying I love you to somebody, how different is that to saying out loud to somebody's face that you care about saying I love you? Imagine that now. Looking at, you know, imagine a face of somebody that you love. You want to say I love you, but you don't. You just think it. Now say it to them and Try and feel the difference between how different it feels, basically. And it's the same with your beliefs. If you just think them, don't write them down or sometimes say them out loud or really focus on them and do it, do it all mindfully, it doesn't really touch the sides. So if try and say it out loud or... When you sat on the loo, think about it a bit more rather than just doing your thing on the toilet. Use that time. So the most important thing to take from this, I believe, is the difference between a belief and a truth. And that some of you may be saying, but Laura, you promote self-belief. So are you saying that self-belief isn't true? So if I think I'm doing really well and I tell myself that I'm, I'm good enough, that that's not true. Well, yeah, I am saying that because belief, again, is attitude and experience. There is no truth that you are good enough. There is no actual hard evidence. I'm talking about hard factual data. There will be positive attitudes and experiences where you can see I'm good at my job because I absolutely nailed that promotion. That's also a part of a truth there because there is evidence there. You've got that promotion, you've got that pay rise, there's data. If somebody says to you, you're not good enough, Where's the data? Where's the information? Where's the graph that tells me that? That's the point I'm trying to get across. Of course, we want to have a positive mindset, but that's not always possible. We don't live in 
a unicorn, marshmallow, poopy smelling of roses land, we live in the real world. And there's going to be days when we don't feel great and we don't feel good enough. And we tell ourselves we're not good enough. But if you can tell yourself and challenge that inner in a chat, if you can say, okay, today I'm having a really rubbish day. I don't feel great. I'm not good enough. I can't do it. I don't want to go out. I don't want to go to the the shop. I can't go in the shop. I'm too anxious to go in and see anybody. I don't want to go in. They'll all look at me. If you can challenge that and say, okay, you're allowed to have that kind of day, but I just want to remind you that we are not not good enough. We are good. What you're saying to yourself isn't true. It's just a belief. It's a belief that you are, because you feel low, you're having these kind of experiences and attitudes. But there's no facts to back up that we can't go into that shop. We can't go and sit somewhere because someone's going to look at us. It's a belief. It will take time and hard work, but little small steps of building that habit of challenging when a false belief comes up to go, ah, where's the evidence? Where's the evidence? And remind yourself, where's the data? Where's the facts? Is it reality? Is it, is it my own negative experience of that? Is it someone else's? And if you can do that, it will help towards boosting your self-belief and realising that you have a place on this planet and you have a purpose. And whatever that purpose is, if you don't know what that is now, you will find out. Thank you very much for listening, as always. I hope that that makes sense. And if it doesn't, please do drop me a message. Hit the link in the description and you can email me um, any questions or if you just want to chat, just want to find out a little bit more. That's absolutely cool. I welcome feedback and welcome new people to have a chat with. So take care. Remember, belief is not the truth.